everyone, this is Brooke, and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you garden in southern New Jersey, which is Zone 7A. So this episode is going to be a little bit different, and quite frankly, the following episodes are going to be different. I'm doing the final, or I guess you would say the end of the year review of my 2021 garden. Now, I know if you watch other gardening channels on YouTube, they pretty much do an episode where they devote to, you know, the various types of flowers that they grow. I'm going to do it via podcast because quite frankly, I grow just about everything from seed. And so conservatively, I put in at least a hundred, I think a hundred different varieties of plants this year, but I'll give you a final tally at the end. And the ones that I put in, you can't find them in the store, which is why I grow them from seed. And so since, you know, there's no way to know how those plants actually do until I grow them, I'm kind of, I'm going to go really plant by plant. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna break each thing down into groups. So like, for example, my sunflowers, my chrysanthemums, you know, my zinnias. I'm gonna tell you, go over the individual types and that I grew, and I'm gonna tell you how they grew, how it was germinating them, because it's really, it really is a lot. And when I started actually going through my gardening journal, I started realizing just how much information there was out there. So if you guys want to start any of these from seeds next year, you'll have all the tools uh, to know uh, what you need to do and how to have the most successful start for your garden. So we are going to start with sunflowers. So this year I grew six different varieties of sunflowers. So let's take it from the top. Well, actually, you know what, before we actually start with that, let me tell you what's one constant you're going to see with all of the flowers in my garden. When it came to um, watering instructions, I watered once every other day. I use the beehive system so you can control it with your phone. You know, if there's going to be rain, it'll alert me so I can put it in rain mode. So it was once every other day and that seemed to work. Well, for almost every section in my garden, um, next year, and I'll do this in the final episode, there's a couple areas that I will tweak, but like I said, I'll tell you guys about that later. The other thing that was constant throughout my entire garden is that I did a one-time application of Dr. Earth's fertilizer to the beds, and that was pretty much it. Um, At the, with the last episode, I'm gonna tell you what I'm going to be doing to maintain the um the nutritional content of my soil but that'll be at the end so i don't know how many episodes (laughs) this series is gonna be but it's probably gonna be a lot guys okay so with the sunflower i grew italian white i grew uh, moulin rouge i also grew um, cherry rose peach passion pro cut plum and um, double dandy And I think there was like a pro cut plum gold light. So actually, I don't even know. Maybe that was more like seven. Um, So let me take it from the top. The Italian white I had grown in my garden at Wild Eve Cottage. I started it via winter sowing. I did early. So I started it in either January or February. It sprouted wonderfully. And that's one thing I will say about all of the sunflowers. 
I started them very early and it was very successful. I seeded, I think, three to four seeds per cup. In most cases, I had probably all three or four actually come up. Uh, the interesting thing about it is that it started sprouting when everything started melting in March. Uh, the one thing I noticed about them is that they handle 20 de 25 degree nights very well. I was very surprised. Um, typically with sunflowers, they die with frost. I'm not sure if it's because just the seedlings have a little bit more staying power. I did some research on it. I did come across one website where the person was saying that um, sunflower seedlings can handle temperatures that cold. Uh, the other thing is that I did my winter sowing on asphalt. And of course, you know, that black asphalt does retain heat overnight. So I don't know if it warmed the soil enough, you know, where it kept everything warm, warm warmer than 25 degrees. Um, also, I had all of my seeds together. Um, I checked in with Yulia from Y Garden. Uh, her theory on it was that because all of the plants were grouped together, they helped keep each other warm. I'm not sure if it was one, the other, or a combination of all of them. All I can tell you is that the sunflowers handled 25 degree nights without frost and any frost damage whatsoever. Uh, so with the Italian white sunflower, unfortunately, I did not get to plant any because I was doing my color wheel, pink, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and then white. And we had an early heat wave and that killed just about all of them, actually killed all of them. So I didn't get to put any in the ground, but I've grown it before. It is definitely on the shorter side. Well, it was in my last garden. I don't know how it's gonna react in this garden. I'll let you guys know next year. Uh, then there was Moulin Rouge. Once again, great winter sowing. Um, I, they sprouted in March. I did plant them early March. Or actually, you know, I think it was more like um, late March, early April. And it was multi-branching. Um, it really didn't need support. I noticed the sunflower needed support. We got a really bad um, rainstorm. And we had really high winds and some tornadoes touched down. That made the plants lean. And after that, they needed support. But prior to that point, they were standing up just fine. They didn't need support. Um, they got to like five feet high. And I would describe the, the blooms as kind of red. They did have some yellow um, like on the edges and some of them were maroon, almost like a black color. Okay, cherry rose. Uh, so this is, uh, the mature size was between four to six feet. Um, I spaced them about six to 12 inches apart. The one thing I would say is that Cherry Rose looks very similar to Pro Cut Plum and they're around the same height. I had both of them growing in full unrelenting sun. As a matter of fact, it was literally sun up till sundown type sun. And so with the amount of sunlight that they were getting, it did fade the petals. So it was really hard to tell which ones were cherry rose as opposed to plum cut. Would I grow them both again? Yes and no. Individually, I would grow them. But would I, if I run out of, once I run out, would I repurchase both of them? No, because at the end of the day for where I've got them, 
they look so similar that it's really it's really no point now if for for example i decided to put the pro cut plum in the purple section because it's got that plum you know like kind of like purple center in that case maybe it would be worth it because i think with the the more the shade that gets in the purple section um it'll be enough to preserve the color <clears throat> But both of those were absolutely beautiful and they made great cut flowers. Then there was Peach Passion. <clears throat> so I've grown Peach Passion before. I grew it in um, the promenade beds last year. It only got like four feet tall, which is what's on the tag. This year in the yellow section, I don't know if it was a combination of water or just the soil. Actually, I think the soil had a lot to, um, to do with it because where I had it planted in the promenade was very sandy, uh, whereas the soil in the parterre is not like that. This sucker got like eight feet tall. Um, it was very tree-like. It was multi-branching. It just, it blooms prolifically the entire time. As it got taller, it was just more nodes and more um, and more flowers on it. There were times where I could, I, there were like eight blooming and I could already see eight buds getting ready to open. It was absolutely phenomenal. I definitely will have to adjust where I put it next year because I think it was too close to the front of the bed because like I said, it's only supposed to get like four feet tall. Uh, then I had Double Dandy. So Double Dandy is a dwarf sunflower. It gets like 12 inches high. Um, I've grown that before at Wild Eve Cottage, which is where I lived before. Um, you don't need it to support it. Uh, this is, it was probably one of the earliest to bloom because of course it only had to grow 12 inches. And so it's one of those things I would definitely recommend succession sowing so that you have continual blooms. Um, it is bicolored. It kind of reminds you in some ways of, of a calendula a little bit with some of the coloring. Um, it's bicolored. It's like, um, it's like yellow, like a lighter yellow with some like deep rose in there, but it's very pretty. Okay, and last but not least, there was the Pro Cut Gold Light. I got this as a free sample from Sunflower Selects. You know, it seeded wonderfully. I don't know that I put it in the, I think I only put a couple in it, but quite frankly, with everything else that was going on in the yellow section, I think it just kind of got lost. But from what I remember, it was between four to five feet tall. It wasn't anything really, I would say, it wasn't overly memorable, let's put it this way. Um, but once again, with all the other stuff going on in the yellow section and just how out of control the rest of it grew, I think it just got lost in there. So I have some seeds left, so I will definitely try again next year and hopefully, especially now that all the garden is more established, um, I'll you know make a point to take note of it. Okay guys, so that's the end of today's episode. Uh, stay tuned, the next episode is going to be on sweet pea. Uh, there was a lot more of those and a lot more issues, so I wanna make sure I go over that in great detail and I don't wanna make this episode too long. So thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget that the podcast can be found on Podbean as well as iTunes. And just remember that there is a Garden Party podcast, which is currently scheduled for October 29th at 8 p.m. on the Podbean platform. And the topic is, what was your favorite flower from 2021? So I'll see you guys in the next episode.